how you want to approach beginning your takeoff. Um, do you start by going, you know, one whole page at a time and calculating everything on a single page, or do you focus, you know, on some different type of method? Welcome to the Profit <laughs> Construction Show. My name is Chris Work. I'm here with Jeff Givens, Jeff Spencer, producer Jerry Work this evening. Hello. How is everybody? How are we doing? Doing lovely. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, as always, trying to bring you the, 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 the best content, some hot tips or quick tips as we like to call them for you guys getting started. I'm gonna turn the table over to you. Oh, hey, while you're here though, go ahead and like the channel, like the video, subscribe to the channel, and like the videos, all of the above. Guys, Thanks great to see you. <laughs> you too, man. Uh, Jeff Spencer, you and I were looking through uh, this, these set of drawings and we were talking about how you wanna approach beginning your takeoff. Um, do you start by going, you know, one whole page at a time and calculating everything on a single page, or do you focus, you know, on some different type of method? Well, I mean, everybody has different approaches. What I like to do is first thing I do is go in and look at existing conditions and demolition. You know, whether you're a GC bidding on the whole project or you're a sub, there still may be a scope of your work that's going to have demo in it. And if you're a sub, more than likely, if he knows that you are bidding the GC you're bidding to, if he knows you're bidding a certain part of this job, he's already looked at the demolition. He's gonna have it included in your scope whether you know it or not. So mm -hmm. it's good to go ahead and be proactive and find out if you have any kind of work. And if not, if it's something that's out of your wheelhouse, then go ahead and, and exclude any demolition. Put it in your exclusions, qualifications. And so the, these drawings are real nice and they, they specifically call out Every what, item that has to be yeah, every item that requires yes. demolition, right. but you don't always have that either. I mean, you're gonna to have to kind of look at it and see. So you just take your best guess at it, or it never hurts to follow up with. Uh, no, I mean they'll always see? they'll always give you like something like may say typical. Like this one, this one even says typical. Mm -hmm. It says demolish fencing with uh, within protect project limits. Typical. So I mean they, they kind of give you a good outline of all the fencing and stuff here. Uh, but it never hurts to make a job site visit. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, why not drive out there and take a look? Yeah, yeah you know, that, that fence, that may be, you know, 20-foot high chain link fence. <laughs> Changes fence. It may be a little goat fence. I mean, you, you never know. Right. You know it's, it may, may, may take a little more labor and a little more effort to get it down. Yeah. You know, this particular job has several sinkholes and stuff you had to address. A pond had to be filled in. Uh, and there again, it gives you typicals. So you never really know without looking at it, you know, these are some pretty big areas right here. You know, how deep are those sinkholes? Yeah. You know, what's it gonna take? You know, so you really need to ask for bore reports, you know, bore samples to see if it quadrilic, to see exactly what you're dealing with here, how much area you gotta do. You know, just because it shows this area right here, when you get done, that area may be that wide. It may be 40, 50 feet deep. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know until you, until you actually get there and start working on it. Right. Uh, but qualify your bid, you know, like, hey, these sink codes, you know, I'm, I'm planning on going down X amount of feet, uh, plan on using X amount of rock, plan on, you know, qualify your bid, you know, say, you know, this is, 
anything other than what I've priced right here mm -hmm. will have to be addressed in a change order. I'm going yeah. to this point as far as I'm going. Sure. Now, the more information they give you, then of course, the more you can go. But if you don't have that information, qualify your bid. You know, don't, don't just say, hey, I'm going to do these sinkhole repairs for X amount of dollars, and it may take you two or three times that much to do it. Yeah, don't be afraid. Right. Because you know, you're probably not the only contractor who's doing that. Right. So. And when, especially when it comes to sinkholes, I mean, it's kind of like a, 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 a toss up. You know, it's who, who knows the right answer. You know, nine times out of ten, it's not going to be right until you get in there and start. A toss up against expensive construction. Right. This is site layout. Your overview, your site layout here. This is what the project's supposed to look like when it's complete. Uh, you know, a lot of times there's some, some notes on there. You know, it, they, they put pages in your plans for a purpose. Sometimes in your scope of work, all your notes may not be there. They may be on another page. So it's always good to look over everything and look at a quick glance uh, to try to figure out. And like this one right here, for instance, uh, gives you your site down. You know, this particular project here is 88 acres, uh, almost 89 acres. Uh, building setbacks uh, gives you the address of the site, uh, but I mean, there's there's a lot of information there that you, you may need, you know, from time to time. So, you know, don't don't just overlook it. Make sure there's nothing on there that's going to pertain to you. So I noticed they gave you the back to back. They gave you the before and the after. Right. Yeah. Right off the bat. Right. High level. Yeah. <clears throat> now this right here, I didn't really print off any. This is a job that's already been completed. I didn't bring any grading drawings with me because I didn't bid on the grading on this project. Uh, just the utilities. Uh, but there was a set of plans yes. here. Oh yeah, there you was. Just removed yeah. them before right. Came right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is what I was looking at. What I was interested in. Um, they have a. There's also another portion I didn't bring. There's a city portion of water line that had to be relocated and and added. Uh, it was about a mile long of it, close to it. Um, first thing you do when you start your takeoff, take your scale. Always check your scale that they give you on your drawings and make sure it is right because sometimes your digitizers will skew drawings or you've got it on a fit to page. And so it may bring your drawings out to be a different scale than what they're supposed to be. So. Mm -hmm. Check your legend first thing. Make sure that your drawings are to scale before you ever start. Uh, next, and even note it on your sheets, right, as you're going through. Because I mean, obviously, as the you know the depth changes from yes. the drawings, so yes. maybe go ahead and just make a note so you don't even have to make the you know right you know mistake of miscalculating that yeah or, you know, misreading it rather right. And uh, you was asking me a while ago about page by page or item by item. Generally, what I like to do is I like to take off my deepest, my, my deepest, excuse Your me. Your deepest? My deepest. <laughs> my deepest uh, utility first. So I generally start with my sanitary sewer because it's going to be the one, and I'll tell you why I do that. It's got to go in regardless. It's going to be your deepest utility. You're going to have utility crossings. Your other utilities are going to cross it. So at that point, you know, you may have sewer crossing just say right here on this this for instance well at that point uh i may have to figure in extra fittings because that sewer could be on the same elevation as what my 
water line is. Mm-hmm. So you got to go under it. So I've got to take my water line under it or over it, you know, whichever one works oh, the best. Sure. But more than likely, you're going to go under it, which there again requires fittings, it requires concrete for reverse kickers, rotting material. And just because you're not bidding on a storm drain or doing the, the grade work, you need to look at the storm as well because there's going to be conflicts from where you cross the storm and you may have the same thing. So you may not think you need to print off the grading and, 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 and drainage drawings, but if there's going to be issues where you cross, you need to print them off and look at them mm-hmm. because a job like this, like I said, you know, it was, it was over a mile worth of pipe and you may have several conflicts there several fittings and it's a big pipe 10 inch pipe you know and those duct line fittings aren't cheap and concrete's not cheap money money and it can it can get your head in the wrong direction in a pretty pretty big hurry <laughs> yeah. Yeah. one thing i've learned just from the time i've known you which has been my whole life pretty much yeah. by your <laughs> in terms of uh, your experience in construction if you get your head in the wrong place in construction it will screw you up, man. It sure will. It will screw you over. Okay. Yeah. Jeff, can you tell you? It will sneak I'm up scared on. already. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. What you should think about? You know, I mean, now we're talking about size. I mean, it's a sizable job here. Yeah. And construction. Well, almost a million yeah. square foot a building. A million square foot building. Yeah. But even if I'm just getting started and I'm just doing some great work or I'm just running some small residential, you know, project, putting in an underground utility. Small mistakes adds up, adds up really big. Yeah. Yeah, quickly. You think, you know, well, there's one, that's no big deal. And there's yeah. two, well, that's okay. Third one, like, man, Ooh. what's going on? Yeah. By the yeah. fourth or fifth one, it's getting in your pocket. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to what we were talking about on preferences. My bad. Of, no, you're good, buddy. <laughs> of how to take off a job. All right, that page would right. just come through. That was, yes. that was the overall utility plan as far as the fire line and domestic water. Uh, I'll generally do a quick overview, you know, a takeoff of my main trunk line, and I write that down. Okay. All right, so then I come in here, you can see I got some figures right here, but what I could do is like, if I've got 10 inch pipe, I'll write like 10 inch pipe. I generally, this is a little different, I generally like draw a line up under it and type 10 inch PVC, and I put my quantities down here and then total them up. Eight inch PVC, line, quantities, total them up. Six inch, lines, fire hydrants, uh, 45s, T's, uh, PIVs, any kind of fittings that I may, may need is going to be listed out there and then I'm going to total them and there's multiple pages to this project. So you got a match line here, I go next sheet, I take off that match line, do it, do the same thing. After I get through my three or four sheets, I go back and total everything up, that gives me my total quantities. I go back and look at my rough to you know take off on the main overview. Mm-hmm. If I got some discrepancy, this helps me go back and find where it's at. Identify it quickly. Yeah, yeah. I can I can figure out you know that hey, I, I missed something on this page. I missed something on the next page. You know whatever it may be, but this way it locks in my takeoff. Just because I got to take off the whole job written down, I don't know what area I made a mistake on. And so if I can figure that out, there may be something else there I need to look at. Why did I make that mistake? Right. What else did I not see? Right. So I need to go back and take this one page that's off and slow down and see what's going on. Yeah. And as we talked about a while ago, conflict with existing or other utilities like storm drains, uh, water, whatever it may be. Uh, I don't know if you can see this on camera or not, but I kind of drew like an end view of your 
pipe that you may come in conflict with and it's on the same elevation this is what I was talking about you got a 45 down 45 over 45 up and then 45 back out so you got to have reverse kickers that you got to key in to your your trenches with all thread rods tying to these 45s to hold them in place mm -hmm. and your bottom kicker bottom 45s got to have kickers on them as well or thrust blocks whatever you want to call them to keep them from blowing it. Mm -hmm. and that's because there's just so much pressure when it hits it. Right. And I like how you've illustrated that on the sheet. Do you normally do that during the bidding process while you're going over things? If you're like, hey, you know what? Just a friendly reminder, well, it didn't really apply here, I guess. But on the previous sheet, this was for demonstration purposes, but would you do that on like when you're going over your plans? Sometimes. If you see something, would you like to sometimes sketch I it will, out? Sometimes I will kind of sketch it out just to make sure I've got everything covered. And it will help me, you know, look back and say, you know, well, I just had one of these issues a minute ago, so right. I need basically the same quantities, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, for this next do it again. Now, if the pipe you come encounter with is twice as big, then, then changes it changes Certainly things. Better. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, it definitely, you know, it's something you need to look at because just because on topographical view and you're looking down through here doesn't mean there's going to be conflicts that's not showing the drawings. So you got you kind of got to look at all aspects of the job from start to finish, from grading to to in storm drainage, all the way through you know sanitary water, uh, fire line, whatever other utilities you have, gas lines could be issue, fiber optic, you know who knows what all's going in, but there's going to be you know encounters that you're going to have to to deal with, and if they're existing gas line fiber optic you know any kind of telephone company you work with power company i mean gotta go under you gotta go under because it's 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 rare that you can get them to come out and, and move their line mm -hmm. i mean yeah you almost wouldn't even ask right, right. So. Mm -hmm. we've got about 30 seconds left in this oh well let's wrap it up here guys we'll come back yeah that's been fun Jeez, guys i know we're not the, the best in the world at, at, at talking and putting stuff together, but hope this is, <laughs> hope this is good information that will help you out. Yeah, don't believe him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if you, if you have any doubt, just check us out at ProfitDig.com. Yeah. We offer an awesome construction bidding application. It's only $99 a month. Uh, it can help you out when you're putting your, your bids together, speed up the process, uh, make you more efficient and effective. Um, Jeff Gibbons, thanks as always. Jerry, 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 Jer